Hi fam, welcome to Sweet Truth. Do you dare listen? Today is a blessed day, yo fam. We have so much to learn, so much to learn from today's episode. So I cannot wait. I will be reading from Psalm 37, 1 to 40. So much to learn, so much packed in this specific psalm. So with that being said, Father God, bless this word. Bless us and bless this day in Jesus' name, amen. And amen. I will be reading from the NIV version, it is a psalm of David, and it reads Do not fright because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither, like green plants, they will soon die away. So, one and two speaks for itself you know do not be jealous of those who do evil do not trip over those who are wrong because like the grass and like the plants they will soon die they will soon wither away so it's like if you're being envious of them or if you're being jealous of them it means for what you're just wasting your own time that is a whole waste of time three to fall trust in the lord and do good Dwell in the land and enjoy self pasture. Take delight in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. And I'm going to read that again. Trust in the Lord and do good. So it is not just enough for you to trust in the Lord. You have to do good as well. Dwell in the land and enjoy self pasture. So when you trust in the Lord, when you trust God, and when you do good, that is only when you can enjoy self-pasture because in the Lord is where your safety is. Then take delight. Take delight. And delight is a high degree of gratification or pleasure. So in other words, take pleasure in God. Take pleasure in God. Then, then, then he will give you the desires of your heart. See, it says desires with an S. So this is not only one desire, but all the desires, everything from A to Z, all the desires of your heart in alignment with God's plan for you. He will give them to you, but not until you take delight in him. God wants you first to find pleasure in Him until you learn to find pleasure in God, until you start finding pleasure in God. You will not have the desires of your heart because the desires of your heart, only God knows. He knows you better than you know yourself. You only know yourself like, I would say maybe 75% or maybe even 80%, but the whole 100% of you, only God knows that. And he's the one that reveals to you the desires of your heart. So when you take delight in him, when you trust in him, you will not only enjoy self-pasture, but you will be given the desires of your heart. Wow. Wow. Five to six. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will do this. So after you commit your way to the Lord, 
after you trust in him, he will do this. What is this with truth? Six, he will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. So you want that righteous reward. For in that righteous reward are the desires of your heart. And your vindication is made known. It is beautiful. Seven, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Be still in the Lord. And see, it doesn't only say wait, but it says patiently. You know, there there is a difference between waiting and waiting patiently, you know. So, me being kind of impatient myself. You know, I've had to learn this for the longest, just being patient. And I still am patient in a lot of um, areas in my life as well, too. But, you know, <laughs> waiting can get so frustrating, you know. <laughs> It can get so, so frustrating. So you need to apply patience to that wait. So I had to learn that it is not only enough to wait, (laughs) but that I had to learn to apply patient, (laughs) waiting patiently to that wait. So I'm glad that the word here like clarifies that for us. It doesn't only say wait, like, hey, wait on the Lord, wait for the Lord. No, but it says wait patiently because God knows, God knows, God knows waiting is so, so, so hard. Sometimes it is so frustrating. Sometimes it gets on your nerves. You know, you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait at all. But apply that patience to it. Wait patiently on the Lord. A. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fright. It leads only to evil. So basically, stay away from anger. Don't trip. Don't be out here tripping. I know so many people do so many things that get on your nerves, that frustrate you, but do not trip. Stay away from anger. I know it is so easy. I know it is so easy very easy to want to be angry all the time to want to stay in that plus of anger you know i'm angry at so and so i'm angry at this and this i am angry at god i am angry at these people i am angry at these situations but no stay away from that be in a plus of peace be in the peace of god because it does you no good at the end of the day you're wasting your time anger does you no good it really doesn't. It doesn't bless you. It doesn't, you know, save you in any kind of way. The only thing you're going to become at the end of the day is this, you know, grumpy, angry person. And you don't want to be that person, right? So wait patiently on God. Be still. Wait patiently. And stay away from anything that will make you angry. Meaning, if that person makes you angry, stay away from them. If that situation makes you angry, stay away from that situation, whatever makes you angry or whatever takes you to that place of anger stay away from that stay away from that the word says flee from evil and it will flee from you so when you stay away from that it's like you're fleeing from evil because when you stay in that you will only become evil you know so that is not good that is not good nine 
For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. So bad is equals to loss and good is equals to gain. If you're evil here, you're destroyed. But if you hope in the Lord, you will inherit the land. 10. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. So just wait. I know it looks sometimes like, you know, the bad situation is winning over the good situation. Like the people that do wrong to you or the people that wrong you or do evil to you are winning. But in reality, they are not. Behind the scenes, they are not. In front of the scenes, it looks like they are winning. Like, hey, man, you're just out here lost. You know, nothing's going right for you. Blah, blah, blah. And it looks like the bad situation is winning. But when you think about it, behind the scenes, who is behind the scenes? God. So when if God is behind the scenes, they are not winning. So again, just wait patiently. 11. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The meek will inherit the land and they will enjoy peace and prosperity. Who are the meek? The meek are people who are quiet and gentle. You know the ones that are easy, easily bullied or easily picked on and all that kind of stuff. But in Hebrew, in Hebrew it means someone who is afflicted or bearing a heavy burden. Someone who is willing to endure. So God has such people behind his mind, like in his mind. And he says they will inherit the land and they will enjoy peace and prosperity so if you're someone that's been afflicted you know in these situations that you're going through or bearing this heavy burden god says leave your heavy burden on me and i will make sure that you inherit the land blessings prosperity and you will enjoy peace so not only will you enjoy prosperity but you will have peace as well you will enjoy peace so just wait patiently on god and trust god twelve to fifteen the wicked plot against the righteous and garnish their teeth at them but the lord laughs at the wicked for he knows their day is coming the wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose ways are upright but their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken so basically at the end of the day though the wicked plot or plan God laughs at them so it doesn't matter what they do. They can draw out their swords. They can, you know, bring every weapon they have in the book. But at the end of the day, God laughs at them. Why? Because God knows they will not win. And when you know that the enemy will not win, you do not trip. It's like, you know, watching a race and knowing that this team is going to lose. You know, you don't waste your time in birds and all that talking about oh oh i gotta make sure i gotta watch this i gotta make sure i gotta make sure i gotta bet on this and that and then no you know 
that they are not winning. <laughs> you know, they ain't going nowhere. So when you have that at the back of your mind, that, hey, wait a minute. God laughs at them. God knows at the end of the day that they will not win. You will not be tripping half of the time. You will not be, you know, just causing yourself to have headaches and all that and whatever. Because you know that they will not win at the end of the day. So just trust God and laugh at the enemy together with God. We are going to laugh at the enemy together with God. I don't know about you, but I will laugh at the enemy together with God because I know who is behind the scenes. I know who will win and I know who will lose. And so when I know every bad situation is going to lose, every bad outcome is going to lose, whatever negativity you may be facing right now is going to lose. You don't trip. You don't worry about that. You laugh at that. You laugh at that situation. You laugh at that problem because you know that God laughs at it because it's not going to win. It's not going to happen. It's not going to come to pass. It's not going to come to fruition. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it and just trust God. Trust God. Trust God and wait patiently on God. Sixteen. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. Woohoo! And this is a whole lesson in itself. So, it is better to have little than the wealth of many in your. So many people out there, so many have a desire of wanting more and more and more. That at the end of themselves, at the end of the day, themselves, they themselves become evil. See the root, or rather the love of money is the root of all evil. I know it looks good to have so many desires in your heart and like, oh, I'm going to be rich by 25 or I'm going to be rich by 35 or by 40. I'll be owning a multi-million dollar company, blah, 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 my business, blah, 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 blah. And all that is good. But you need to watch that. You need to watch that desire. Be aware of that desire. Because you don't want to become evil at the end of the day. You don't want to have such a desire, such a deep desire for money, for riches, for legacies, for whatever. That you're slowly becoming evil and you're slowly turning evil. And the desire that you are supposed to have for God, you're giving to that. That you are becoming evil. You need to be aware of that. Too much ambition is not bad, but it's bad when you almost make it like you're worshiping it. You know, like it becomes God, like it becomes a God in your life. But like, oh, I need to do this and do this. Oh, and you've got this timeline for yourself. Like, you know your life. Like, you know where you're going to be in five years from now, in four years from now, in 10 years from now. You don't know that. You don't know where you're going to be in five years from now. You don't know where you're going to be in three years from now. You don't know where you're going to be in 10 years from now. Yes, you can plan. You can plan on where you want to be. 
you know, five years from now, three years from now, or whatever, you can plan that. But you don't know the plans of God. You do not know God's plans for you. So that ambition, you need to watch it. Be aware of it because it can make you evil. It can turn you evil. And you know what the word has to say about evil and all that. So you need to be very careful with your ambitions and make sure you are not crossing the line to greed. Make sure you are not crossing that line to making that ambition like a God, you know, like, oh, if I don't become so what? So like if you don't become a millionaire in a, you know, owning so much and having so many businesses out there by 25, by 35, by 40, by 45, what? So what? If doesn't, if that doesn't happen, what will happen to you? Won't you get depressed? Won't you, you know, even go favor down the line and trip and be like, oh, God, blah, 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 blah. And then by then, you would want to put the blame on God for your own greediness. Your own greed can lead to your downfall. Your own greed can lead to your own downfall. So you don't want to cross that line. Do not cross that line between ambition and greediness because there is a fine line between being greedy and having so many ambitions and all that to the point where it's like you won't even let nothing get in that way you're just like so money-minded and so whatever-minded that you're not even watching yourself get to that level of greed and selfishness selfishness And you know what? That's going to be your downfall. So you need to be careful. You need to be very careful. And watch that. And 17 says why it confirms it for us. For the power of the wicked will be broken. But the Lord upholds the righteous. The power of the wicked will be broken. So even when you cross that line, when you cross that line to greediness and selfishness, you know, it's like it will be for what? Because God will not let you get to that point. The one that you've been chasing for the past five years or the past four years, whatever, when you finally get to that point, it will be for naught. The wicked, the power of the wicked will be broken. That is why the word says it is better to have little enjoy with whatever you want. What you have is enough. Do not be so greedy, so selfish, so money minded that you cross over that line to being evil. You don't want to go there. Rich people are not the happiest people. Talk to them interview them whatever you will find out that the majority of rich people are barely the happiest so don't think that oh when i'm a millionaire by 35 or when i'm a multi-millionaire by 40 that you're gonna be so happy that you're gonna have everything in the world out there blah 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 i'm gonna have this house i'm gonna have this car whatever you name it yeah yes 
Yes, you're gonna have that house. Yes, you're gonna have that car. Yes, you're gonna have all your bank accounts full and everything paid off and just enjoying life and blah, 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 having a chauffeur, whatever, live the rich life. But are you gonna be happy? You will still be lonely at the end of the day. Going to bed in that big mansion, sleeping in that bed by yourself, you will still be lonely at the end of the day. So you need to watch that and it's better to have little be righteous be righteous be righteous Eighteen to 19 speaks for itself and it says the blameless spend their days under the Lord's care and their inheritance will endure forever in times of disaster they will not wither in days of famine they will enjoy plenty so only those who are blameless, the ones who are happy with what they have, will spend their days in the Lord's care. See, they have nothing to worry about. They have nothing to worry about. So as long as you trust God and you are dependent on God, depend on God, not on that job, not on that money, but depend on God and the Lord will take care of you. He will take care of you and your inheritance will endure forever. It doesn't only say it will endure for a short period of time, but forever. And in times, in times, in times of disaster, in times of disaster, you will not wither. In days of famine, you will enjoy plenty because God always takes care of his own. God always takes care of his own at the end of the day so just trust God fam trust God trust God trust God lean upon God not upon your own understanding not upon your own plans not upon your own ambitions but lean upon God trust God don't trust your ambitions don't trust your plans because you don't know. No one can say for sure 100% that, hey, I'm going to be a CEO at 35. I'm going to be president at 40. No, you can't say that for sure. And if you're saying that for sure that you're certain, then you're lying. Then there is a lie somewhere there. Because the only one who knows 100% where you're going to be at that age is God. So trust God and he will take care of you. And in times of disaster, you will enjoy plenty. And so many can testify to that with what happened, with what went down in uh, 2020 and what's currently going down right now in 2021. Twenty. But, but the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed. They will go up in smoke. So even though there are so many, blah, 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 the wicked will perish at the end of the day. The enemies, though they may be many, they will be consumed. They will go up in smoke, you know, so it's nothing at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what the enemy does. It doesn't matter how many they are. They will perish. Twenty-one to twenty-two promises. The
the wicked borrow and do not repay but the righteous give generously those the lord blesses will inherit the land but those he curses will be destroyed so you want to be on god's side god's side is because the good side you know only those the lord blesses only those the lord blesses will inherit the land but but those he curses will be destroyed what a promise and then verses 23 to 24 just facts the lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him though he may stumble he will not fall for the lord upholds him with his hand see this is another reason why you only need to trust and lean on god why because god will make firm your steps if you delight in him when you delight in him that even though you stumble you will not fall but only if you trust god only if you trust in god will you not fall even if you stumble because why the lord upholds him with his hand god has his hand on you if you are righteous and you are leaning on god and you are only depending in god and you are only trusting in god then god has his hand on you god has his hand on you that he is making your steps firm he is behind the scenes making your steps firm and especially to the ones who delight in him they will not fall because god upholds them with his right hand that is just a confirmation for you what a blessing and then 25 david is telling us that when i was young and now i am old yet i have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread and david is someone who lived a long long time so trust the words of david david says hey i was young and now i am old and believe me believe me i have never i have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread that means if you are the righteous you are depending on god you are trusting god you are leaning on god you are never forsaken and your children and their children and their children will never beg bread because why god has his hand on you god has his hand on you david from the time he was young to the time he was an old man he has never seen the righteous forsaken so trust god trust god trust god 27 to 29 speaks for itself and wait a minute 26 first they are always generous and lend freely their children will be a blessing that is the continuous confirmation to 27 or rather 25 but 27 to 29 speaks for itself and it reads turn from evil and do good then you will dwell in the land for ever turn from evil and do good then you will dwell in the land forever for the lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones the lord loves the just and he will not forsake his faithful ones 
so that's just another assurance and confirmation for you wrongdoers will be completely destroyed the offspring of the wicked will perish so those who do wrong the wicked not only will they perish but their offspring as well will perish The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever, 29. So at the end of the day, only the righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. 30. The mouth of the righteous will utter wisdom. The mouth of the righteous utter wisdom and their tongues speak what is just the law of their God is in their hearts and their feet do not sleep 32 the wicked lie in wait for the righteous intent on putting them to death 33 but but the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked or let them be con- condemned when brought to trial. So this is just going back to the confirmation of what we read in uh, verses 1 to 5, you know. The wicked plan, but they will not succeed. See, everyone plans, but only the plans of the wicked will not succeed. The plans of the wicked will not succeed. And just to throw this out there, y'all. When getting to know someone, you know, it is not good to go based on their backgrounds, you know. And what do you mean, sweet truth? What I mean is, do not go based on, like, saying, hey, he went to Bible school or she went to Bible school or she saves the church or you know he says he's christian blah 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 i mean that is good on paper but what i mean is when you're getting to know someone you will know them by the fruits they bear so do not go based on their background do not go on what's on paper but rather confirm their background or confirm what's on paper by the fruits they bear the word says you will know them by the fruits they bear you know and it is not hard to know someone by the fruits they bear so don't go based on that you know i've been in situationships and i know people who've actually been in relationships you know just going based of of that background talking about the girls would say oh he's he, you know, he went to Bible school, he's from Bible school, blah, blah, blah. And the guys will say, oh, she serves in the ministry, you know, she's done this and this. She goes on missions, you know, mission trips, um, serves in the church, um, you name it. I mean, what else is out there? <laughs> um, you know, there's just so much when it comes to this whole Christian, you know, dynamic. But you don't want to trust or rather depend on that only it is good that when you're getting to know someone you are confirming 
what their backgrounds what that background says with the fruits that they bear so it is not just enough to go off of of like oh she went to bible school or he went to bible school or you know serves in the church or does this blah 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 but no you would want to confirm that because you know <laughs> some of that just going best of that without confirming that without learning the fruits that they bear you know you come to find out that those are some some of them are some of the worst people you would ever meet in your entire life i'm not even kidding like <laughs> those are some of the worst situationships like relationships or whatever so when you're getting to know people you know not only for that purpose of like dating them or you know i'm just speaking in general whomever you're getting to know in general whether it be a friend whether it be a girlfriend whether it be a boyfriend whether it be a marriage partner whether it be someone that you see a potential in in being in a relationship with or whatever i'm just saying it's a piece of advice that just don't go best off off of that you know like just don't put your whole trust in that you know like just don't be blind because of that don't go into it blindly you know just basing it on oh he's from bible school oh she serves in the missions oh they do this and this and this and this and this because all that yes is great it looks good on paper but you want to confirm that for yourself and the only way you can do that is by reading the word because when you read the word you know the word for yourself and when you know the word for yourself it is hard for anyone to cheat you into anything so confirm that and learn that person or get to know that person or whatever by the fruits they bear i just wanted to throw that out there all right Thirty-four to thirty-six. Hope in the Lord and keep His way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. So highlight the word hope. Hope in the Lord and keep His way. Only hope in the Lord and keep His way. Then he will exhort you to inherit the land, and the wicked are destroyed, and will be destroyed, and you will see to it that they are destroyed. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxuriant native tree, but he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless, observe the upright, a future awaits those who seek peace. A future awaits those who seek peace. So seeking peace is very vital as well. Highlight that as well too. But, but all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future for the wicked. So the wicked have no future. Believe and rest on that affirmation that the wicked have no future. But only those who seek peace do have a future that awaits them. What a blessing what a blessing so seek peace seek peace there is a future for those who seek peace 
39 to 40. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is the stronghold. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. So salvation comes from God only. Your salvation only comes from God. And so yo, I hope you've learned so, so much. Like I told you at the beginning of this, that there is so much to learn from this. There's just so much packed in this. And so, the word says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he rose from the dead, after three days, you will be saved. But you need to confess with your mouth and you need to believe. You need to believe it with your heart. So if you are willing to be saved, then please repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, Amen and amen. And if you pray that prayer, you're the angels dance, man. It's a body in heaven. Hey, hey, it's a body in heaven. Yo, congratulations, fam. I am so, so proud of you. Fam, I hope you've learned so much from this segment today. When I was, you know, reading this and dwelling upon it, I learned so, so much from it as well. So I am so grateful. I am so, so grateful for psalm 37 1 to 49 because there is just so much packed from this you know 40 life lessons from these 40 verses yeah so with that being said your fam i hope you have a great day i hope you have a great week be blessed be encouraged and be fearless have a freaking blessed day and remember god loves you